Hello everyone, my name is Gareth Rafferty and welcome back to the 12th episode of the Building from the Bottom podcast, season two, chapter two. Me being here in Madrid, not always sunny, today it's actually raining outside and we have a thunderstorm that's due tomorrow, which is quite surprising for Spain, but hey-ho, it rains everywhere, doesn't it? I'm just going to set the scene. So today I'm sitting at my desk and it's the desk where I film most of my content and I've got my feet up on the chair next to me and I'm just relaxing. It's 1.50 in the afternoon. Obviously last night the, the clocks changed for us here in Spain. And yeah, this is probably the first main thing I'm doing today. I've wrote a list on my post-it notes and so I'm going to talk through that later on in this podcast. But I've got two different notepads to usual. Instead of having my journal notepad, I've got my business um, notepads. And it's where whenever I'm on a call, I will pull one of these out and I will write down lots of different things. And so over the past week, I've kind of made a lot of progress and there's been a lot of movement. And so I wanted to share that with you today. We don't have any guests, but I want to share with you what part of the process I am in and also what the next steps are for me over the next few days and the next week or so. So I'm going to jump straight in. This week I have had multiple calls with people from the UK and most of these calls have been around accounting. However, I have actually had calls with lawyers as well. And by lawyers, there's this website called Lawbite, and you basically submit your question and then you're allowed like a, a 15 minute to half an hour call basically to discuss that question. And then if you require anything further, such as um, people to look over your legal documents, for example, then you can pay them to do that. And so I, I, I thought you only got one 15 minute call, but turns out I was allowed another one because it was a completely different question. So that was great. And so I I had a call with them earlier on this week. I'm not too sure what day that was, but I had a call with them and I asked them a few questions about setting up a company and the different documents. Um, These documents include um, articles of association which I never knew about. It's basically the rules that a person that legally owns a company or people that legally own a company, they're known as directors in the UK. And so they have to follow the rules in the articles of association. And so I had a few questions about that. And then you have a memorandum. I think that's how you say it. And basically that's just to sign to say that you're the shareholder or you're the shareholders, depending whether there's one or multiple people starting the company and then there was a statement of capital which basically says you own 100% shares and then a PSC which is person of significant control and that's just to say that um, well basically the people that have the most control in the company um, have to sign that document basically and so I was asking questions about that and don't worry I don't have all that off the top of my head that is actually wrote down in my notepad the way that I organize this, I wrote a list saying documents for starting a company. And then underneath, I've got documents for maintaining a company. Um, and then above both of those, I've got starting a company. Because on the UK website, 
on the government website for registering a company, it basically splits it down into seven or eight different sections. And so for each of those sections, I wrote down um, basically information I would need to know, such as the business name and I'm the director, I'm the 100% shareholder and the person of significant control and all of that sort of thing. And so I was working my way through this and I had quite a few questions. So I was asking about that. And then I had calls with two accountants this week. The first one, um, obviously I was really hyped up for, and then I got on the call. It lasted about half an hour and I had a post-it note with three things on. Um, I think one of them was tax, um, insurance, and then, um, me being away or having clients abroad, how that would affect tax. And he gave me a little bit of information, but he, he kind of capped himself to certain amounts of information on each topic because he said, that's basically what people pay me for. And so I understood. And at the end of the call, I asked him, so how much would it cost me to use your address and register the company by your address and use you as a service? And he said, well, actually, you're not really the type of people I work with. And so I was like, okay, that's okay. Um, I felt like the way that he worded it sounded like he won't work with me because it's high risk because of how young I am and um, I'm starting a company and he doesn't really know my work ethic and all of that. And so I was like, okay, um, that's understandable. But I also felt like um, it was a bit stereotyped. I was stereotyped a little bit because of my age. Um, but I'm sure I will get that quite a lot. So I've got to get used to it. Um, and so I was like, okay. And we went off the call and we haven't spoke since, but then, so I, I asked a friend of mine that start that started a company quite a few years back now, um, who lives in a similar area to me. I, I asked him, do you know any accountants that are good in the local area? And he said, yes, this is my accountant. So I contacted this accounting firm and they were a lot nicer in the fact that they were very joyful and very friendly and it just seemed more like the type of person I would like to work with. And so at the end of the call, I asked how much would it cost for me to work with you guys and to um, use your address. And they said, well, we actually set the company up for you and register it under our address. And so I was like, oh, okay. And at that moment, I realized that all of this research I had been doing into all of the documents, I thought, do I really need to know this if someone else can set up my company for me? Um, and so that happened. But I think it's good that I know that because I can still use that knowledge and I still know for in the future. Um, so that, that'll come up in handy. That'll come in handy. Um, and they actually said to set up the company, it's going to cost 40 pounds. That's great British pounds plus VAT, which is 20%. So for those mathematicians of you, you will realize that it's basically 48 pounds. Um, and that's to set up the company and user address. And I was quite surprised because I thought there would have been an ongoing price basically to use their address, whether that was monthly or yearly, but they didn't, they said, that's fine. Just 40 pounds plus VAT. So I was like, okay. And then after that, I asked them how much do they charge yearly? Because I was just curious as to how much I charge to run all of your accounting 
things. Um, and so I, I asked them this question and I said, they, they said, actually, it would be no more than £400 plus VAT, which is value-added tax. And again, that's 20%. And so I thought that was quite low, to be honest. I mean, it's £480. I thought it was going to be in the four figures, but it wasn't. And so that was quite, that was quite nice to see. Um, and so, yeah, I, I was on a call with them and they said that price and I was like, okay. And I actually had a question a few nights later and I said to them, what will happen if I want to employ someone? Will you guys be able to tell me whether financially that is an option for me? And they said, yeah, that's, that's completely fine. And so that was great for me to hear. Um, and they were really friendly and they responded really quick. And I contacted them one day on Facebook and they got back to me the next day. Um, well, I, I started by contacting them on email and then no one responded within 24 hours. And so I, well, I don't even think it was 24 hours. I think I was being a little bit impatient because I wanted to call to find out some information. Um, and so I messaged them on Facebook and they got back to me pretty much straight away. And then when I had that question about, about employability, they said, um, that is, that is included. Yes. And so that was, that was nice. Yeah. And so enough of accounting. Um, but I, I think I will end up working with this company. Um, they were really nice and really friendly. So that was awesome. My website is done. I just need to add a privacy policy onto it which is actually on my is is actually on my um post it notes so that's quite exciting um for those that enjoy legal <laughs> i found like a generator of documents a generator of legal documents um whether that be privacy policies they even do some contracts um like terms and conditions all of that sort of thing and so i will probably use that and then read through it and some of the other things that are on my list, podcast is obviously on my list and that was at the top because I wrote this list this morning. And so I knew I had to record this podcast today. Google my business. Google my business. Basically, if you're in the local area and someone searches um, podcasting agency, I will come up and it will show my address and all of that. And um, in whatever area, like field you're in. So if I was in Madrid, for example, like I am now, and I went onto Google and I searched marketing agency, Google will pick up my location and show me the top five, I don't know, top five marketing agencies near me. And so I'm going to register with them because apparently it helps with search engine optimization and it will boost my search engine, boost my ranking on the search engine, which would be great. And, and I'm also going to, go onto Google and go onto Google's digital garage. Now, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's basically, they teach you everything to do with social media, social media ads, search engine marketing, um, and, um, search engine optimization. And then they have other bits and bobs that are really useful to know. I'm about 60% complete through that. And you actually get a certificate at the end of it for doing a particular, particular parts of it which is really really good so 
I'm probably going to check that out after this podcast and after I've scheduled this for this evening. Um, so that's something I'm going to work on just to refresh how I get Google My Business set up. Just before we go on, speaking about Google, this week I bought my domain name for my website. And I did that through Google Domains because I also wanted G Suite, which is basically like the email suite. And I realized after I bought it that I probably had bought the wrong one. I bought the right name, but the extension on the end of it, it's actually called the TLD, um, but it's like the .com or the .net or the .co.uk, um, .org, that sort of thing, that little extra bit on the end. Um, I bought the wrong part. So I had my business name and then .net because I couldn't go for .com, which was what I originally wanted. And then I couldn't go for .co.uk and I didn't really know much about those add-ons. So I just bought .net and it cost me £10 for the year, I think. I think it was £10 for the year. And so I bought that and that was fine. But then I spoke to a friend of mine and she told me that actually .NET is usually associated with non-for-profit companies and I'm not a non-for-profit company, so it might deter people from using me and my services. And so I understood and I looked back into Google Domains and I found, I found my company name and then .co. And apparently .co is basically for companies. Um, so I bought .co, which cost me £20 or £25. But luckily, Google Domains actually allowed me to refund my .NET email, no, my .NET um, URL, because I had only bought it less than five days ago, which was really nice. And they helped me transfer everything over um, from my net website that I had built that my that someone I met on LinkedIn had built for me and they helped me transfer it over from net to co which was quite nice as you can tell I'm trying not to say the business name because I'm not registering for like another few days which is also exciting news which I'll tell you about very soon and um, so yeah so Google was really nice and really really helpful and then I went to my hosting platform um, I'm hosting on SiteGround. The first person I was on, we probably spent a bit too long on the live chat. I don't think they fully understood what I needed. And they were trying to get me to pay another £20 to get someone to transfer it over. But then I went on another live chat and asked because I couldn't figure out how to do the £20 thing that they said to do. And then they, were, and then they said to me that it's already transferred. So that also saved me £20 which was quite nice um, of them. So yeah, that was like, I spent about three hours doing that, which was okay. I don't know whether I really expected longer or shorter than that, but it happened. Other things that I've got to do, um, and I'm quite excited to do, I'm trying to learn more about WhatsApp because I've seen a few companies have WhatsApp built into their website and all you have to do is type in your number and no type in your name and send a message like start or hello to a specific number and then you're registered under a Google 
no, you registered under WhatsApp broadcasts. And so I know how it works, but I don't understand how they embed it in their website. That's something I'm struggling to fully understand. And so I want to embed a WhatsApp into my, into my um, website because the WhatsApp open rate is a lot higher. I think it's like 80%, 80, 90%. Whereas opening emails and having an email list, it's extremely low. It's like 20% maybe. I'm not too sure on that statistic. Um, but I just know that it's lower. And I want people to open my email um, or open my messages. And so having someone on WhatsApp or having a group on WhatsApp might be better. But I'm still not sure what I'm going to send out on that channel yet. Um, that's something I'm still still planning in my head. I also want to put an audio message into my website because I have a, a part of my page, which is Our Why, I think it's called, on the navigation tab. And it's all about why I'm starting the company and what drives me as a person. And there's an, a nice little photo of me on there. It's actually, actually, it's quite big. It's quite a big photo. Um, but that's on there anyways. And so that's really nice um, to see. And after speaking to one of my lecturers, they gave me the idea to put the audio of me talking about my why and talking about what drives me. And I actually spoke about that on this podcast about, I think it was two, two episodes ago. So if you want to know more about my why, then feel free to check that out. I also need to set up the social media channels for my business. I've made the footer. No, it's not the footer. I've made the header for my Twitter account for the business Twitter account. And so that's quite nice. The logo is pretty much done. I want to make a few tweaks to see if it looks better. Um, but if it doesn't, then I'm going to push it out probably tomorrow, Monday. Um, Monday the 1st of April, actually. April Fool's Day tomorrow. Great. I forgot about that. Don't get hurt during April Fool's Day. And be cautious, everybody. Just a word of warning. I know that sometimes in my... I remember in my high school, it used to get a bit crazy for April Fool's Day. Um, and the teachers really got in on it and everyone was pranking everyone. But yeah, back to, back to business. Something else I have to do is email footers, which I'm quite excited because I've always wondered how people do email footers. And for those of you that might not know what an email footer is, it's basically the bit at the bottom which companies have when they write their message. And then at the bottom, it might have the logo. It might have a little image of the person. Um, and it basically has all their contact details and says usually things like kind regards and then their name. So I'm looking forward to writing that. And I've also got to pay for some insurance, which not many people like buying insurance. It's the just in case, isn't it? Um, so that's going to happen. And I've got to have a look around for that. I've also got to, um, what's it called? I've got to do a bank account. I've got to make a bank account for the business, which is exciting, but it's also um, something I'm not too sure about because setting up a bank account for a company, I assume I would have to be there to sign the papers, but I'm in Madrid for the next like two months, two and a half months. And so I'm curious as to what will happen. I will probably contact a few banks and see what they say and see what happens. Um, 
And then finally, something that's going to be happening over the next week, I'm going to be contacting that accounting company and asking them to set up a company for me. So fingers crossed this time next week, um, which is probably, I think it's the 7th. Yeah, the 7th um, of April, I will have a company, which is really exciting. I mean, the whole of this podcast has been about me setting up a company and learning and progressing through my journey. And even though I could have started a company like probably about nine months ago now, I'm quite happy that I didn't set it up because I now have a niche, which you can't know about yet. But next week, next week will be an interesting episode for me to talk about the business. Um, so I've got my niche, but I've also learned a ton about social media marketing, digital marketing, and all of that. And not just about the business, but I've also learned a lot about myself. And recently, probably over the past, probably about a month now, I've definitely been on a different path. I've spent a lot of time with my earphones out, especially walking home from university. And I've been just thinking, thinking to myself and looking around and observing the world and observing what's going on around me. And I'm taking a path which I never expected to take. I'm thinking a lot more about my parents and my childhood and what brought me to this position that I'm in today. And it's, well, it's, it's like self-realization and self-actualization and realizing who I am as a person and how I can contribute to the world and realizing that I may have 300 followers on, on Twitter and I'm amazed I've got 300 followers on Twitter. Like Twitter is difficult to go on, but, but 300 people to me may seem a lot, but 300 people in comparison to the amount of people in the world, it's pretty much nobody. Like if you think about 300 people in a room, I've spoke to more than 300 people in one room at one point. So I know how, what 300 people looks like. And it's not many people at all. In comparison to the 7 billion people, 300 is nothing. It's not even 10%. It's not even 1%. And that says something. And yeah, yeah, it's... It's been a journey. I mean, usually every night now, um, or well, not every night, but every few nights, I, I think about my father and I think about my childhood and I think about my mom and my feelings towards her because I'm actually, I'm going to stop myself right there because um, talking about my parents is something that I'm going to do and I've said I'm going to do for the past nine months. But that's besides the point. I will get around to it. Um, I'm going to make videos on my parents, my childhood, myself, my siblings. And originally it was going to be a four part series. It was going to be my mom, my dad, my sister or my siblings, and then me and my childhood. And however exciting that may seem, I might do a few more episodes I might do one of my father, one of my mother. Um, I think it would be really, really interesting for me to dive down into my mom's past because then you would fully understand my mother. And 
instead of just doing siblings, I think I might split it down into my sister and then my brothers because my brothers have a lot, like a, a huge different story in comparison to my sister because I always lived with my sister, whereas my brothers have had a different path. And for their childhood, it's probably a better path. Um, but I'll speak about that at a different point. I'll, yeah. If you have any ideas of how I should run that, um, then feel free to drop them in the comments or drop me a message on social media. Because I actually imagine that series, that document, that it's kind of, it's kind of like a documentary. Yeah, it's kind of like a documentary. I kind of imagine me for one of the episodes sitting under a tree or sitting on the grass and having the camera in front of me, um, a sunny day and me just sitting there talking. But that's another problem I've got at the moment is I don't know how it will work because I've got a Canon G7X, which is a, a camera which I use to vlog on. Um, and all my vlogs go out on YouTube. Gareth Rafferty, if any of you guys want to listen or watch. But so I've got this camera and it's great, but it's not the best at knocking out background sound. So if I want the pure, crisp, um, the like, the defined like audio, like I do with this podcast, then it will be a lot harder to get it on my Canon. And it doesn't really help that it doesn't have a port or it doesn't have anywhere I can plug in a mic. Um, I don't know if it has Bluetooth. I might be able to sync it up to my Bluetooth earphones if that's even possible. I don't know. And if so, that's the way I will be doing it. I'm not too sure when I'm going to do it. I, I might even get my, I've got another Canon for photos, but I could use that to record. It's a Canon 1300D camera. I might, I might set up two cameras and have two different angles of me it might be nice to flick the flip between the cameras when editing um whilst having me talking um so i've got this plan to do that i don't it's it's not really set in stone of when i'm going to record it and i probably will make it like either a weekly thing or a daily a daily thing like a daily video um but that will require a lot of planning and I'm not too sure how to do that because I want each person that I speak about to be in a different location. So my father might be me sitting on grass or sitting by lake, but then my mom might be me sitting in my apartment and my sister might be me sitting on a swing. I don't know. Um, but you get the idea and I'm, I'm really not sure how to do it. I'm really, really not sure. I could probably use some help. But we'll see what happens over the next six months. Well, I say six months. Um, we'll see what happens over the next three months because I'm not sure what's happening when I get back to the UK. Um, I'm not sure whether I'm going back to university or whether I'm doing something else, working perhaps. Um, it's something that I'm looking for at the moment, somewhere to work for a year. Um, yeah, you get the idea. Oh, it's it's just been one of those weeks where it's been very, very business focused. And I know yesterday my mindset wasn't there. And I think it's very important to have that mindset there because if you don't, then it's very, it's very, very difficult to work. Usually I push through it, but yesterday it just wasn't happening. It just wasn't. It was not my day yesterday. But hey-ho. In regards to going back to Google Digital Garage, um, it's really good because you get a certificate 
and you can put that certificate on like your CV and things because it's recognized by the world. Um, so that's really good. So if any of you guys want to check that out, it's called Google Digital Garage. I don't know what countries it's available in, but I know it's definitely available in the UK. Um, not 100% sure about the US. I assume it would be. Um, but just have a look and see if you can get on it. If you can, then that's awesome. If not, then contact them maybe and ask them what they're doing and what to do. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I saw a meme that was like, I don't know. Um, so j just to bring this to a close, what am I doing over the next week? Well, I'm doing all the stuff that was on my post-it note, but I'm also, um, once I finish that, I'm going to go on my business uh, social media accounts and I'm going to start getting involved in the link in the not LinkedIn it well it's going to be in LinkedIn the LinkedIn communities the Twitter communities and the Instagram communities all about podcasting and I'm going to be commenting and listening to lots and lots of podcasts and getting involved in those communities and trying to find people that might be interested in my services and I've just gave you a little a little hint there um, damn it Never mind. Well, my name is Gav Rafferty. I hope you have found some value in this episode. I don't really know how long it's been. I didn't really record the time. Um, but yeah, my name is Gav Rafferty. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Episode 11 of Chapter 2, Madrid series, Madrid season. Um, if you have enjoyed this, then feel free to leave a review or message me on social media. And if you have any ideas about my company or the documentary series I'm making or anything else, then feel free to contact me on my social medias, which will be down below in the description. Again, I hope you've enjoyed this and I hope you all have an, an amazing week and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.